Unless you live on Mars, it's causing lots of problems. This nasty strain of SARS. Now this disease called COVID, it could make you real sick. So how do we prevent it? Just try this simple trick. Scrub, scrub, scrub to get your hands real clean. From your palms to your fingernails and places in between. Scrub, 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 and the soap, please don't forget. Turn the water on and you will be all set. Let's all wash them off and wash every chance you can With this disease called COVID, we must use our heads Wear a mask, don't touch your face, and let's contain its spread Scrub, 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 to get your hands real clean From your palms to your fingernails and places in between Scrub, 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 and the soap, please don't forget Turn the water on, and you will be all set Welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kira Radio program, What's Up America, as always, partly broadcasting from beautiful Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my next guest today is Mr. Mike Schneider, who is a great uh, polka musician, singer-songwriter, polka performer. He is from uh, Clinton, Wisconsin, about an hour and a half from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And Mike, it's such a pleasure and honor you could join me today. I will tell our audience that I actually found you by uh, searching on Facebook and watched your great videos that you ha- have, and I really enjoyed those, and I'm kind of into polka music, and I know my audience is, uh, enjoys it too, and we want to talk about it. And uh, so first of all, Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into uh, all of this? Well, you know, I, I, I've been playing polka music since I was about five years old, six years old, and uh uh, my parents, my dad was an accordion player, and, uh, you know, he'd bring his accordion out of the closet from time to time and play it for me when I was probably two or three years old, maybe even younger. And then uh, uh, when I got to be about four or five, uh, I had a little board that I'd play along with, and my dad would listen to polka records, I'd listen with him. And then when I was five, my parents took me to hear Frank Kivik play America's Polka King. And from that day forward, I just, I had to play the accordion. I wanted to play polka music. Uh, uh, that was in June uh, when I was five. And then when I turned six uh, the, the, in August, uh, I got an accordion. I've uh, got my first accordion. And I've been playing that ever since. Uh, started my band back in 1996. And then uh, started doing a, a program called Pint Size Polkas. Or uh, actually, I've been doing that professionally and as a, a full-time living since 2008. And I go all over the country, usually in the summertime. Of course, has been a little different, uh, but uh, but usually I, I do upwards of 150 programs. In uh, I think so far, I've been in 30 states, 20, 25, 30 states, uh, and just had a had a lot of fun. Have, have had a lot of fun with it, and it's been great to, uh, great to see the kids' reactions to polka music. 
Fantastic, Mike. So as we mentioned that you, uh, you know, you write and perform a lot of uh, polka music. So as a songwriter, how does one go about writing a polka song then? Ooh, that's a great question, Mike. Uh, you know, to, to write a song, uh, you have to have um, some kind of motivation. And, uh, you know, it, it's a it's a hard process to describe. Um, in fact, I wrote, well, interesting today, I, I just uh, posted another, another video you might want to watch. Um, but uh, the motivation for the song today, I actually wrote it 10 years ago. It's called Scrub, Scrub, Scrub. It was for the kids my kids' program, and uh, a local J.A. Greg dressed up here in, in the Milwaukee area said, you know, with COVID going on, you should do a, a you know, a, a revisit that and rewrite the words. So I did, and uh, that was my motivation. I, you know, COVID and uh, one good thing comes up, COVID, maybe, maybe it's the song, uh, but um, I rewrote the words, especially for this uh, uh, pandemic, and, uh, you know, hopefully get the kids Washing their hands good. Um, always a, a good thing anyway, but uh, especially now, maybe we can help beat, uh, beat COVID a bit. But uh, to, to get back to your original question, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a, it, it's a, it's an interesting process. Um, my motivation, in fact, for my, my upcoming Christmas album was, uh, and this, this is kind of interesting, I, I tend to be a little frugal, and uh, I wanted to avoid to pay licensing fees for songs, so I decided to either do all public domain songs or write a bunch of the songs. So on this Christmas album that'll be out this uh, holiday season, I've got five uh, original songs on it, and uh, you know, just kind of uh, thought of different uh, Christmas ideas and uh, different scenes that I kind of had in my mind, and uh, one of them is about a guy eating too much kielbasa on Christmas Day called Christmas Kilbasa. That's going to be the kickoff song, and uh, I, I don't know where I came up with it, but uh, this is probably way longer of an answer than you wanted, Mike, but <laughs> that's kind of, a, kind of the process. No, that's okay, Mike, because, yeah, yeah there there is a, a process. So, I mean, you write uh, the, the lyrics, you you write the, the, the music. So, I mean, when you write a, so a polka song, is it that you you write it together, or you write the lyrics or music separately and put them together? Oh, that's that's another great question, Mike. Um, you know, sometimes I'll I'll have a a melody going through my head first, and I, I tend to be more melody driven uh, than word driven. So the words are, are sometimes kind of tough for me, even if I'm just learning a new song. Not that I wrote, but just that I'm learning a new song. I'll learn the melody and memorize the melody way before I can memorize the words. Uh, it's just funny. But um, when I'm writing a song, uh, yeah, sometimes I'll have the melody first. Sometimes I'll basically write a poem, and I'll, I'll come up with a melody to go with it. Like if I have a concept in my head, an idea, kind of one of these scenes, I'll write the words for it first. And then I'll have a melody, and then sometimes I'll have to change some of the words to, to kind of fit the... Uh, the, the way the song flows, um, so it's uh, it's kind of a give and take between the two, and uh, it, it all somehow uh, comes together in the end, I guess. So, uh, Mike, so you mentioned about writing polka songs for kids. I mean, is there a is there is it different than writing for adults? I mean, do you try to relate uh, to, to kids more by kid type of things or? 
Well, you know, when I'm, I'm writing for kids, you know, I'm, I'm trying to uh, touch on topics that are, are uh, you know, more kid-friendly. Um, for instance, when I'm doing my pint-sized polkas programs in person, I'm talking throughout the program about different jobs that the kids might want to do when they grow up. Uh, talk about personal hygiene with a song like Scrub, Scrub, Scrub. Um, and, uh, of course, do songs like the Chicken Dance and uh, Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes. Those are classics. I, I obviously didn't write, write those or have anything to do with them, but uh, play them for the kids. So, you know, I, I just try to do things that are, are family-friendly and, and, you know, make sure that the lyrics are family-friendly and, uh, and again, uh, kind of touch on educational type of topics. Um, when I'm writing for adults, uh, you know, I, I, I still, everything that I do, I, I, I try to be friend, family friendly and uh, just have fun, you know, because that's, that's the main thing. You know, we're listening to polka music, I'm playing polka music, and uh, at the end of the day, you know, the listener's got to have a good time with it, and that's, uh, that's it. You, you, you walk away feeling happier when you've heard polka music, and, you know, if I accomplish that with, uh, with anything I've written, uh, then, then I think uh, I've, I've done okay. So for you, Mike, when you write music for the accordion, that that's different than writing music for like the piano and that, or that's another good question. You know, the accordion, uh, the way most modern accordion is recorded, uh, at least when it comes to polka music, and, and like for instance, I play the Slovenian style. It's very right-hand heavy. There's two hands. You, know, you use two hands to play the accordion. On the left-hand side, you have your basses and chords. On the right-hand side, you have your melody. And if you're listening to a Slovenian-style polka band, 95% of what you hear out of the accordion is coming from the right hand. So when you're, uh, you're writing for that you know, you're, you're, and, and, and playing for that, you're, you're focusing mostly on the right hand. Um, and it's different from the piano, because, you know, you can't use two hands on the right hand of the accordion keyboard, whereas with a piano, you can use all ten fingers on the same keyboard. Uh, so it's it's a little different, and, and even the way you play it, you know, I, I, there, are, there are piano, there are, there are plenty of piano players that, that use all five fingers on each hand, but to really get that full kind of sound out of an accordion, you have to use five fingers more often, four or five fingers, and I, I kind of, I really like to do that. I like to use different chords, um, and it's, uh, again, it's, it's just a lot of fun for me to kind of explore those, those different things and see what all I can accomplish, uh, you know, with, with just my five fingers and not, uh, not all ten on, uh, on one keyboard. Oh, great. Uh, so for you, Mike, we mentioned about... All these different songs, <clears throat> excuse me, all these different songs and uh, that you write, you know, Christmas songs and holiday songs. And uh, so, I mean, for, for, for you, that, that's, that's something that you like to do is to, to write new holiday songs? Yeah, I, I, Christmas is my favorite time. I uh, just love the Christmas season and I, up until this point, you know, I've released all kinds of CDs and albums and uh, MP3 albums, and I, I haven't done anything for Christmas. And I thought it was time I did that. It's the happiest time of year for, uh, for so many people, and I thought, well, you know, we should have the happiest kind of music for it, and uh, decided I'd, I'd put out a, a Christmas CD. And, and yeah, just, uh, you know, really focusing on those, those happy feelings with, uh, 
uh, with the music and, and writing uh, writing some some fun stuff, hopefully, that people will enjoy. And now, Mike, you mentioned that you play Slovenian style, so there's different styles. Can you tell us what Slovenian style is and how that's different from other styles? Sure. Well, there's three main styles in, in polka music. You have your, your German, you have your Slovenian, and you have your Polish. And then there are multiple uh, subgenres of each. Um, in the Slovenian style, now actually I'm German by descent, so it's it's kind of interesting. I, I I should be playing German polka music, but I heard Frankie Yankovic first, and I just loved his music, so I went that way, and I, I took up the Slovenian uh, style of music. But in that uh, in the Slovenian style, the um, the main difference that you're going to hear between that and the other styles is it almost always features a banjo in the band. If you hear the banjo, uh, it's more than likely a Slovenian-style band. When you go to the German style, their instrument uh, that you can you can tell most times that it's a German-style band playing is they have a tuba. That's kind of the big thing there. And then in the Polish style, that is uh, usually you'll you'll hear um, what they call bellow shaking out of the accordion. So the the bellow or the accordion player will be going back and forth with the bellows, and you can pick up on that. If you hear that a lot, that's almost always the Polish style. And, of course, they use a lot of trumpets. So do the Germans, uh, but they use them a little differently. And in the Slovenian style for the horns, we mostly use the saxophone. Uh, And then there's more more differences, too. There's very large differences in drumming. Uh, Germans tend to be a a little more simple. They stick to the the beat uh, and, and keep it very focused. Polish style, you hear a lot of cymbals, uh, and there's a, it, it's a much busier kind of rhythm pattern. And the Slovenians kind of fall somewhere in between those two. Uh, you have uh, some cymbal work, you have some uh, busier rhythm components, but for the most part, uh, uh, you have a, a little simpler kind of sound. In fact, one of the, the greatest uh, Slovenian drummers in, in my mind is a guy by the name of Dave Walnick. He played with Bob Timko, played with a mystery band, and uh, just one of the most solid uh, drummers you could hear. And, and he, you know, actually he would have done pretty well with a, a German band. God rest his soul, I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. But <laughs> he's been great. To, he would have fit in with anybody. It was just some good stuff. Oh, so in your band, Mike, you don't have a tuba player then? I don't. You know, sometimes for Oktoberfest season, um, well, and, and let me back up a bit. I actually don't have a bass player usually either. Uh, because with, uh, I'll back up even farther, we talked before about how uh, 95% of what you hear coming out of most Slovenian-style accordions is from the melody side, uh, and that's true, but uh, when you go out and hear a Slovenian-style polka band in person, a lot of the Slovenian-style bands in Wisconsin, uh, the band leaders have what you call a MIDI accordion. It's electronic. And with our left hands, uh, in fact, Steve Meisner was one of the, uh, I'd say one of the first and one of the, the best people to really make his left hand sound like a bass, like a, a bass player was in the band. And uh, I've kind of followed in those footsteps, and, and a lot of other guys around here have too. So when you uh, when you see us play out, uh, it almost sounds like we have a, a bass player in the band. Well, I've taken that a, a step farther, and a couple other guys have too, that uh, when you're playing out for Oktoberfest season, we're wearing later hosen. Even if we're Slovenian style bands, we're we're going to play plenty of German numbers. 
and uh, out of my left hand, I can make it sound like a tuba. Uh, so I, uh, I, I very rarely hire a tuba player, um, just because they're they're much farther north from where I live, and it's it's kind of hard to bring them down for the one or two jobs I might have a year for them. But uh, but I can kind of mimic the sound on on my left hand. Okay, Mike, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is Mr. Mike Schneider from Clinton, Wisconsin, who is a great polka musician and accordionist and has a band and has been on the Molly B. Polka Show and a writer, is a singer-songwriter, performer of polkas. You are listening to the Mike Care Radio Program What's Up America is always proudly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today.
Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, partly broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And my guest today is Mr. Mike Schneider from uh, Clinton, Wisconsin. And uh, Mike uh, Schneider is a great polka musician, and uh, he has uh, polka for kids, polka for adults, and he is a singer-songwriter and uh, musician of polka music, and we're so blessed and honored to have Mike here today. So thanks to Mike. Uh, We truly do appreciate it. Thanks so much, and we're truly blessed. Okay, uh, Mike, so I want to talk about these nice songs our audience has been listening to, and some of them we've mentioned, but we could talk a little further about them. So here we have Scrub, 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 the COVID-19 edition. You mentioned that, but can you tell us even more about it? Yeah, well, you know, back in 2010, I, I wrote the original Scrub, Scrub, Scrub. It was on my Pint Size Polkas Volume 2 CD, and uh, a shameless plug, you can purchase those at pintsizepolkas.com. And uh, this, this new 2019, or 2020 edition, uh, it's, it's, well, it's the COVID-19 edition. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Greg Dress, the polka DJ up here in Wisconsin, um, back in maybe June, emailed me to say you know, he was thinking a lot about me and, you know, the polka musicians, musicians in general during this COVID time frame uh, have been hit kind of hard because, you know, we can't play anywhere. It's It's been very few and far between that we'd have a gig. Um, so he contacted me. He said, I, I think I have something you could do, and you should think about rewriting uh, Scrub, Scrub, Scrub. So I, I thought about it. I had a number of virtual programs that I had to, to do this summer for uh, libraries, and, and those went well. But when those were done, I could finally work on Scrub, Scrub, Scrub. And uh, I wrote some words to it, and, and uh, when I finally did that, it, it came together pretty quickly, actually. And uh, now it's available. Uh, also, actually, if you go to pintsizepolkas.com slash COVID, that'll take you to the page where uh, I'm, uh, I have the complete track list for my Pint Size Polkas Volume 2 uh, MP3 album. And track number 12 is this uh, Scrub, Scrub, Scrub uh, COVID-19 edition. And uh, like I said, the main premise behind the song is uh, just that the kids in particular, but really everybody, you know, we're all... Uh, uh, doing our due diligence when it comes to hand washing, uh, you know it's it's uh, sometimes a, a challenging thing for kids. And you know if we do it for twenty seconds, uh, we've, we've got a better shot, hopefully, at uh, uh, putting uh, COVID in our rear view mirror, which, in in my opinion, can't happen soon enough. <laughs> okay, and another song is Midnight Reflections. Can you tell us about this one? Yeah, Midnight Reflections. I I wrote. Back in 2002 or 2003, and then it came out originally on my uh, A Stretch of the Imagination CD. And uh, here's a case of a song where I had a melody and, uh, you know, I kind of liked the way it sounded. And I, uh, I just, uh, it, it, took me, it took me a while to actually come up with a title for it. And listening to it, uh, and when I got it in the studio and, and started doing different things, like with the bell and the, the alto saxophone instead of a tenor and the clarinet part, uh, it started to sound kind of uh, reflective to me. And I thought, well, Midnight Reflections would be a good uh, a good name for that. And this is, um, I wouldn't say it's the first example, but it's it's an early earlier example of uh, uh, how I like to use chords. And 
use them maybe in, in different ways than uh, other polka musicians have over the years. And uh, I really like my diminished and augmented chords, and I, I put a lot of those in that song and uh, really enjoy doing that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Next, we have Happy Polka Day. Can you tell us about this one? Yeah, Happy Polka Day was uh, is on my Happy Polka Day CD, same title. And uh, I always try to find a song that uh, kind of inspires uh, really happy feelings to, to kick off any of my CDs. Like my very first CD, I used Let's Have a Party. On my second CD, I used Bottoms Up. And I've had the Oompa Pa Polka on uh, a few of them, and I'm trying to think some of the other kickoff songs I've used. But uh, uh, for my Happy Polka Day CD, I, I didn't have a good kickoff song. And I thought, well, I, maybe I should write one. There's a case of motivation. I had motivation to, to write a song in that case. And uh, so I, I came up with this, uh, you know, kind of an idea of uh, uh, people going to a polka dance and having a happy polka day. And uh, I was lucky enough in 2017, after the album was released, uh, it got nominated for uh, Best New Song of the Year from the National Cleveland Style Polka Hall of Fame. And the album itself got nominated for a Best Album of the Year. Uh, it didn't win for that, but it did win for the Best New Song of the Year. So I was really uh, proud of that. In fact, I'm sitting in my office now looking up at my, uh, at my award, and I'm thinking I should dust it. But <laughs> it, was, uh, it was really cool. I, I had a great time out there in Cleveland, always have a good time out there. And it was a real honor to, uh, uh, to have my, you know, my original song be honored in, in such a way. Okay, uh, Mike, so I want to talk, well, we, we mentioned that right now you're not doing a lot of touring and performing, but when you did, where do you usually, uh, you know, perform? Yeah, you know, with uh, with my band, the Mike Schneider Band, um, we've been playing all over the Midwest, basically, since 1996. And uh, over the years, we've done a lot of church festivals in the Milwaukee area, Unfortunately, those are, are kind of going by the wayside. They're, they're having a hard time finding volunteers and, um, you know, just getting the people to come out. But what we're seeing now is more of a trend, a uh, very significant trend, probably in the last five to ten years of October. That's a, a, a very uh, a large portion of our annual schedule. Uh, so that's been great to see. And then uh, there's beer gardens up here that uh, operate throughout the summer months spring through uh, even early fall. Uh, They they shut down like the end of October, so mid-fall, I guess you'd say. But uh, that's how we we keep busy between Oktoberfests and some summer events and then the beer gardens with my band. We also play a place called the Old German Beer Hall in Milwaukee. We're there just about once a month. Again, not during uh, COVID because they're they're, uh, pretty much shut down to live music at this point. Uh, And then... Uh, the biggest part of my uh, annual schedule comes from my kids program, my pint size focus program. And with that, uh, geez, I've, I think, like I said before, I think I've visited 30, 25, 30 states. Um, and I've done over 1,400 shows in person at all these libraries uh, in different states, uh, all since 2008. And it all was a result of my wife. Uh, coming to me one day. Uh, we, in fact, we weren't even engaged at this point, and she said, you know, I have an idea for you. And that's, uh, uh, anytime I hear those words from anybody, I, I always kind of 
stand on edge because I'm not sure what's coming next. I, I'm not always the most open-minded person, but uh, thank God I, I was open to this idea. As soon as she said it, I thought, it's brilliant. She said, you should do a children's polka CD. So the pint-sized polkas idea was born, and I, uh, we got married, and then uh, we found out we were expecting our first kid, and I hadn't finished the CD yet, so I finished it uh, before our, our son was born, and uh, we got on. I got on TV out in Pittsburgh, in Cleveland, and a, a few you know polka places. And when I was out in Pittsburgh, um, a librarian saw me on TV, and I, the whole idea was I you know I'd sell CDs. Well, I didn't sell. I think I sold five CDs when I was on TV in Pittsburgh. It was it was not good, uh, not you know for for going out just for that. But uh, Mary, the librarian, called me and said we'd like you to play for our library this summer. I said, well, if we can get. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe nine more programs. Well, we booked nine shows, and uh, the whole pint-sized polkas program idea was born. I think that summer I did maybe 20, 25 shows, and then the next summer I did 90 shows, and then the summer after that I think I had 150. Uh, and then it's been since that time, since 2011, that summer would have been, uh, since that time I've done anywhere from 120 to 150 shows each summer. And it's been uh, been a wonderful thing, just uh, fun for me, fun for the kids that I'm playing for, and uh, I, I just I can't believe uh, you know I've I've had the, the good fortune of being being able to make a full time family supporting living playing polka music. It's been a lot of fun. And Mike, as we're we're talking about being in Wisconsin, do you feel that Wisconsin is a big uh, in big state for polka that versus other states or? Yes, Mike. I would definitely say that uh, compared to other states is, uh, I would say as a state, the polka capital of the United States. Uh, Cleveland would still probably argue that they're the polka capital, but um, it, it, it's it's uh, it, it'd be up for debate, um, especially with all the beer gardens that we have going on now and uh, Oktoberfest season. I mean, there's there's nothing, there's no other place like it. But Chicago has a number of Oktoberfests. And, and in that regard, it's almost like, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've taken a, a page from Wisconsin. Well, they, they see what's going on across the border, and, uh, and, and we're very lucky that, you know, we get a lot of calls down in the Chicago area, too. So I'm, I'm, glad, you know, I'm glad they picked up on that. Your home city, Mike, uh, yeah. <laughs> they got the Oktoberfest thing <laughs> figured out, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, for weddings and everything, uh, you know, I, I don't know if uh, – you know, polka bands in Ohio or, or New York or, you know, some of the other Pennsylvania, if, if there's as many calls out in those areas for uh, polka bands for weddings or, or not, I, I don't know uh, as much what's going on out there, but I, I do know here that, you know, for cocktail receptions and, and just for wedding reception, receptions in general, the response is very good. You know, generally get uh, at least a handful of weddings each year. Um, and for corporate events, people bringing in, uh, you know, big groups of people for different corporate parties, uh, again, during Oktoberfest season, but during the middle of the week. You know, I'll go and play uh, during a normal year anyway. I, I think this year is going to be different, but uh, during a normal year, I'll, I'll go and play, you know, just a Wednesday night corporate party at some uh, uh, convention center. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I don't know if it's uh, the German roots in Wisconsin that uh, that makes, you know, polka music so popular. Uh but I, I'm not sure. It's it's. I'm, I'm glad I live here. That's that's what I'll tell you. <laughs> 
And like you mentioned about, uh, you know, weddings. So, I mean, with these particular weddings, is there certain songs that get requested like Love Shack or certain non-polka songs that you make into polkas or you're just strictly, this is what we're playing and that's it? Yeah, you know, there are times, uh, like I have a, I have a wedding, at least I think I have a wedding coming up uh, towards the end of October. It was supposed to be in March, and then it, it got uh, postponed, and uh, we'll see if it happens. Uh, I hope for the couple's sake it does. But anyway, they, they have uh, several special requests for me. One of them is a, uh, a song that they play before soccer matches, and that's what the groom wants to walk down the aisle to. And then uh, I'm trying to remember, there's a, a, a Tom Jones. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of the song that I'm, I'm learning for the couple, but uh, uh, but I have till the end of October, so I'll, I'll be okay. But uh, you know, I, I learned some songs for, uh, uh, for wedding couples. Uh, there was a Shania Twain song that I learned several years ago for the first dance uh, of the, the couple that was getting married. Um, but, you know, for the most part, it seems like, uh, or I should say, we, we play a number of weddings, or a lot of the weddings that we do, actually. We'll play for the cocktail hour, or we'll do the cocktail hour and then through a little bit of reception, and then a DJ will take over, or very rarely a, a, another type of band. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's like maybe the parents or uh, the bride and groom themselves kind of want to honor the, the tradition of grandma and grandpa, for instance. That, that might be the case. They bring in a polka band and, uh, you know, just celebrate their Wisconsin or their German roots. And it's uh, it's worked out very well. It's been, uh, like I say, just a lot of fun, and it's it's great to see those traditions get carried on. And, and I think they'll be uh, they'll be going on for some time here in, in Wisconsin. Okay, Mike, you know what? That sounds great. What we are going to do is we are going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is Mike Schneider from Clinton, Wisconsin, who is a great polka musician, songwriter, performer, accordion player. And Mike Schneider, it's such a pleasure and honor that you could be here today. You are listening to the Mike Care Radio Program, What's Up America? As always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. And please stay with us for our very last segment of this edition of our program today. Hello, how are you? It's a happy polka day. We will play your favorite tunes to dance your cares away. Maybe you can sing along to our happy polka song. Find yourself a partner and dance the night away. Oh, happy polka day. Your favorite tunes to dance your cares away. 
Maybe you can sing along to our happy polka song. Find yourself a partner and dance the night away. Oh, happy polka day. Welcome back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio program, What's Up America? As always, probably broadcasting from Ocoee, Florida, USA, planet Earth. My guest today from Clinton, Wisconsin, Mr. Mike Schneider, who is a great uh, singer, songwriter, musician, polka musician, and accordionist. And uh, we're so blessed and honored that Mike could be here today and tell us all about his great polka music. And uh, I saw him on those videos, and I those Facebook videos and it's 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 a lot of fun you know if you've had a hard day at work and you're just looking for a little fun you know just just a little relaxation I at least for me I I like them so again my guest is Mike Schneider I want to thank Mike and I also want to thank each and every one of our radio listeners for sharing my love and passion for what I do which is bringing you Mike's love and passion for what he does and if you've got a guest idea please go to MikeCara.com send me an email or uh uh, give me a call. Again, my guest is Mike Schneider, and Mike, pleasure on you could join me today. Thanks so much. We truly do appreciate it. Okay, Mike, so I want to talk a little bit about your social media, but I want to start first with these uh, Facebook videos that we're, we're talking about. So how did you get the idea? Was this something because of the pandemic, or was this just something you were always doing, these special videos? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another great question, Mike. And, and you know, uh, uh, I will tell you that a, a friend of mine, Jason Turner, uh, he, uh, he was telling me for, for quite a while, you know, you really should do some videos. Uh, just, you know, just put up a song and say a few words about it. And, and uh, at the time, I, I was so busy. Uh, you know, I'm always busy trying to book my next summer, book school programs, and so often stuff like this falls by the wayside. You know, I, by the end of the day, the last thing I want to do is, is get in front of a camera. I'm actually kind of camera shy. You, you probably can't see it on the, or hopefully you can't see it on the videos, but introvert nature, uh, which is, is crazy uh, to be out, you know, being a, a performer uh, professionally. But uh, uh, it's my calling. I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But, but anyway, um, you know, I, I do these, uh, I, I, with the pandemic, uh, I thought, well, now is as good a time as ever to start doing this, and I'm glad I did because as soon as I started doing these, I started getting calls from libraries I was supposed to play with, to play, play for this summer, saying they either needed to cancel or they wanted to do virtual programming. So I thought, well, I'm going to you know, make some light boxes and, and kind of set up a, a professional-looking studio. And I did that, and, you know, I had all the audio equipment here. That was not a problem. Uh, so I, I got a, a better uh, camera and set up the lights and got the audio all nicely set up and, and started doing these videos. And, uh, you know, I'm really glad that uh, that you're enjoying the mic, and I, I hope uh, your listeners uh, take a look. Because if you go to uh, my Facebook page, 
facebook.com slash Mike Schneider Band. Um, there you can see some of the videos that I've posted, including today's Scrub, Scrub, Scrub. Last week I posted uh, a, a live video of, of me playing a song that I wrote for my daughter, also on Happy Polka Day, the CD, uh, that you can get at MikeSchneiderBand.com on the music page. But uh, that um, I posted uh, just a video of, of me unplugged, uh, you know, no electronics, just me and my accordion uh, playing a waltz for Kelby. And uh, my my intent, uh, intention now is to, to keep doing these, at least on a weekly basis, um, until I, I get uh, so busy with uh, bookings again that I, I can't do them, but I'm, I'm hoping I can keep them going. It's it's really been uh, been a lot of fun for me. Okay, and as far as your uh, website, uh, that was Pines. Uh, what was that? Uh... Yeah, I, I have two websites, Mike. Okay. Uh, the one for the kids, yeah. uh, for the kids programs that I do, is pintsizepokers dot com, and then uh, for your uh, more traditional polka fan. You'd go to MikeSchneiderBand.com. Oh, okay. And now as far as uh, YouTube, do you have a channel? or? I do. Yeah, and actually if you go to uh, either PintSizePolkas.com or MikeSchneiderBand.com, uh, I have a, a separate YouTube channel for each, and there's links towards the top of the page at both websites uh, for the YouTube channel. Um, unfortunately, I, I don't think YouTube has an easy... Uh, domain name that I can I can just spit out, but there's links at the top of my websites that uh, that are really easy to click on, and we'll take you there. Okay, Mike. Now, if, if somebody wants you know purchase the the music and listen to this, the Christmas album. I mean, where can they get all the all the music? Yeah, the Christmas album will be available probably early November. Uh, so look, uh, be sure to, to keep an eye on MikeSchneiderBand.com for that. And uh, all my CDs are posted on the music page at MikeSchneiderBand.com. Uh, just click on the music page and uh, you'll see, uh, well, like I have uh, my Happy Polka Day CD there, have uh, live on the Molly B. Polka Party. That's a DVD and CD. Uh, you can purchase that there. also have my original collection MP3 album uh, if you're uh, uh, download tracks uh, you can list that one uh, and then on com, you can get uh, volume one and volume two of my cd as well as volume one and volume two of my mp3 albums and uh, if you want to get that scrub 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 song if you have kids or grandkids or know some teachers or librarians that you want to share it with um make sure to send them to com slash covid and that will uh, take them to the page where they can pick up uh, a Scrub, 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 both the original version and the uh, COVID-19 uh, edition. And you mentioned, uh, Mike, about uh, Molly B. So have you been on the show? Or? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was friends with Molly B. Uh, boy, probably for 10 or 15 years before, uh, uh, before she got the TV show. And then show and her and... Uh, uh, Ted Lang invited me on, and uh, we went up to Rothschild, Wisconsin, near Wausau, and that was back in 2011. And I, uh, I guess they've been still rerunning episodes from that, so I, I still hear from people every now and then, oh, I just saw you on the Molly V. Polka Party. And that's always uh, always fun to hear. That was, uh, it was fun to go up there and uh, appreciate Ted and Molly, all the work they put into the show, and uh, for having me on the program. 
Oh, g- great. Uh, so, yeah, we'll have to encourage everyone to, you know, look at those episodes. Okay, Mike, we really appreciate your, your time. And, uh, you know, we will look forward to, you know, cr- Christmas albums and all that. Any final thoughts or anything else you'd like to mention here? Oh, well, Mike, I, I just appreciate you having me on your program. Uh, appreciate your flexibility and scheduling and uh, I certainly wish you all the best during uh, this time of COVID and your listeners all the best. You know, it's, uh, uh, it's a hard time uh, for musicians, but I, it's a hard time for everybody. Just, uh, you know, emotionally speaking, even, even if your job, if you're fully employed and, and working like you normally have, it's still tough. You know, watching the news and, and hearing uh, all the news, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough time. So I, I wish you all the best, and I think the best antidote uh, for COVID is, is listening to polka music. That, in fact, I, the Scrub, Scrub, Scrub video, if you see this, uh, if you watch it today, I was wearing Scrubs, so you can take it from Dr. Mike. Uh, he says, uh, make sure to listen to polka music and, and you'll be a happier person. Okay. All right there. Oh, we had one final question before I forget, and I have to ask, Mike, uh, first of all, if you play the Schneider polka or if you know the Schneider polka, I do. I have played the Schneider Polka, and uh, it's funny, though. I, uh, it's a song that I played maybe 10, 12 years ago, and then, for whatever reason, I forgot it. And, and people have requested it since, and it's just not in my head. I just need to listen to it, and I, I know I'll be able to play it again, but uh, it, it's, a, it's a German number. It's a Dutchman number played by the, uh, the Dutchman bands, and... Uh, uh, you know, I I got to put my MIDI tuba on for that one, and it's it's fun to play. And I should know it. I should play it all the time because I'm a Schneider. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, uh, Mike. My guest has been Mike uh, Schneider. You've been listening to the Mike Kara Radio program. What's up, America? And please uh, catch us again next time.